Previously on the wheelbarrow full of dicks internet radio program. Travis didn't say he has over 500 right now. Yeah, but he said it was boring to count, so he could have a lot more than that. So he has over 500 copies of Speed on VHS. Just regular Speed? Speed 1, Not yes. Speed 2? No, not Speed 2. And people give him Laserdisc copies. But he uh, doesn't want them. But he trades those for more VHS copies. Because he doesn't want Laserdisc, he doesn't want DVD. He just wants all the VHS copies. He wants to have all of them. That's his goal. But if they're over $4, he just steals them. <laughs> but... I, I saw this Kickstarter campaign, and he has a video, and I thought that it was incredible. And I said, Travis, we have to get this guy. We, w- we need to get behind this campaign. We need to interview him and make our audience aware of the World Speed Project. It has been many years. But now, the time has come. This thing we call the Dub Five. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL on the Twitters. My guy. And my good friend uh, on the other end. Also my guy. The king of pranks, the albino alligator. Mr. Travis Hulse is here, everyone. Hey, boys. Guys, the phone number to contact the show is 636-487-HAND-OR-WFOD-SHOW on Skype. Well, not and, Skype. And, and, by, and by the... Leave us a voicemail. That means leave us a voicemail. Yeah, mail. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard that drop in such a long time. I want to hear it so bad. Trav, what? Which drop? The voicemail drop. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Travis, uh, 2014, I believe it was. We were high on the World Speed Project. I was, I was, I, I was about to say, I sounded kind of young in that clip. Time has passed, Travis. Uh, I can't believe it's been so long. But uh, uh, tonight we are talking to uh, its founder. You can barely hear me breathing in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we all did sound much younger in that clip. Travis. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, so, guys, guys, to refresh, the guys, he's collecting all the copies of Speed. Um, he has a lot of them. Um, and uh, he, he was a big deal back then. We vowed to start collecting uh, VHS copies of uh, the Bone Collector, Travis, yeah. to rival him. We didn't. We didn't follow through. Uh, is it VHS kind of making a comeback, too? I think I have one copy. 
Uh, no, I think cassette tapes are making a comeback. I know for a fact cassette tapes are making a comeback. Oh, yeah. VHS, especially in the, the horror community, uh, VHS playing on uh, old-style square tube TVs is actually quite in right now. Yeah. That's what I, I, thought, I, I was about to say, I knew, I knew somewhere in some genre. Yeah, the worst, the worst, the worst, the quality, the better for for some reason. Like I know we have uh, 4K and 8K TVs with amazing refresh rates and and just beautiful pictures, and we're upgrading old film of like Texas Chainsaw yeah. to like 8K. Say, I remember being a, a young kid watching Children of the Corn on uh, VHS and the tube TV. I haven't watched that movie in probably. Listen, what am I, 42? It's pretty funny because I I bet we were 12 at the time. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably been almost 25. It's been more than 20 years, if not 30 years, that I've seen that movie because I grew up with Children of the Corn, and I watched it a lot when I was like a kid. But I'll tell you what, that movie scared the shit out of me. But I have a, a sneaking suspicion that if I watched it now, I would be like, man, this is not great. Sucks. <laughs> uh, the, I guess if I remember what stands out to me about it is with us being about 12, I rem- vividly remember whoever's mom took us. Well, at the time, it was the grocery store because, you know, they were rivaling Blockbuster. That was awesome. Going uh, to the grocery store to rent movie was kick ass. I rented Evil Dead 2 out of and a And she stayed in the car. <laughs> And the person at Schnooks could not give a fuck that it was an R-rated movie and we were all fucking like 12 years old. <laughs> no, no, they didn't care then. <laughs> yeah. Turns out that was a simpler time back in the day. What? Nabisco crackers were still behind bars. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They let the goddamn animals out, they Travis. Yeah. It's yep. weird that they let them yep. out. I don't like let them it. Out. Nope, let let the lions out to attack the children who are trying to eat uh, delicious animal crackers. Travis, you know that A&W, they uh, said that the, the bear, they're putting pants on the bear. And I, I tweeted outrage, which I thought was pretty clear I was being goofy. I was yeah, goofy I am, around, Travis. <laughs> I immediately uh, tweeted, take those fucking pants off that bear. <laughs> the, the funny thing about the internet is... That post by A&W was a joke in response to the M&M spokes candies being removed from the ads. It was a was 100% a response by A&W to that. In turn, you and I both made a fake outrage to it, but most of the internet lost their goddamn mind that they put pants on that fucking Travis, bear. I was getting replies from people explaining it to me. And like telling me not to be outraged about the the bear pants. And, oh, people and I was were like, wait, wait, you! I called him a pervert. You you know I'm joking, right? It's a cartoon, right? Just I was getting so many random favorites on me saying, "Take those fucking pants off that bear." This is ridiculous. Of people who legitimately were upset that they put pants on this bear that was a joke in the first place. What I used to do is I used to just double down on those people. And play a character. That, that of is your favorite thing to do. Crazy, angry guy. But I didn't do that this time because F- it was fake, so ridiculous. Fake it was like that tough guy. And it barely works anymore. <laughs> when we used to have fun on Twitter, it's not you know, fun anymore. Travis. No, when when we used to have uh, fun on Twitter in like 2014, 2015, you could do that, and it would be just it would be like a fun afternoon at work. You're just fucking around on Twitter, but you can't. It's not fun anymore because there's no. 
There's no sarcasm. There's no there's no parody on the Internet anymore. It's black and white. One side versus the other side is just it's not fun like it used to be because I, I also according to Stanford. There is no black and white anymore. Well, yes, you cannot say that. <laughs> yep. Have did, did did you read that list of Stanford oh, of words I've that you can't that. say? Yeah, of course. It's pretty that great. Was you can't, you can't, you can no longer amazing. bury the hatchet. No burying the hatchet, no circling the wagon, no whitewashing, no uh, hip hip hooray, all gone. I think that we just need to make our own fun. I thought of the World Speed Project guy because he he brought me back to a time when the simpler time, Travis. And and I can tell you uh, a a throwback to back when Twitter was fun. uh, I'm transitioning to this. I have to tell you. I like it. Oh. You want to do that, drunk? Sure. Travis, well, I thought you were just in the middle of the story. I was just prepping. Did you crack something else? Weren't you just drinking an RC? Pin on that, Travis, because uh, the king of colas, he has a new oh, uh, cola baby. to try. I have. See, when we when we did this originally, uh, I had a theme song for uh, drunk drinking like 30 colas in one day. Oh, and we never played it for the uh, subsequent well, reviews. I, I did once, but it doesn't match. So I made a new one. <laughs> Uh, just so that drunk can give colas a uh, quick rating. But uh, we, we do have a new King of Colas song. I'll make him try them all. I'll do it for you. I am the show controller. He'll tell you if it's good or bad. Because drunk's the fucking King of Cola. I'm trying to judge your face. It's a very neutral face. So, Travis, this is called the Polar Premium Cola. Ooh, Polar uh, Premium. So, small batch. Mike said he purchased these six for a dollar. They're six for a dollar, Travis. So, 17 cents a piece. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a quality deal. And this was purchased from? Uh, Deerberg's, uh, the grocery store. So, I saw it, and I was like, oh, Drunk hasn't tried this one yet. I've yet to. All I did was pop the top. Here are my things I may have to take umbrage with. At the top, it says, make it sparkle, premium cola sparkling. So is this going to have color, or is this going to be a cola-flavored sparkling water? It's brown. It's brown? I tried it already, Travis. I, I, Maybe they just, they're doubling down on the fact that it's very carbonated. Yeah, I, I, I'm not tipping my hand. Do you remember a Jolt Cola? Jolt, of yeah, course, Jolt was awesome. I, I fucking miss a Jolt Cola. <clears throat> that was our junior high staple when we stayed up all weekend playing Sega Genesis. He's taking it. He, he drank take- some out of the can, Travis, and he poured some in a glass. It's not bad. It's. I thought it was going to be bad, and it's, but it's, it's not, not great. Bad. It's not good or bad. It's no RC Cola. There's no stars and stripes for uh, goddamn fucking not even close to stars and stripes. Get the fuck out of here. No. Um, let me try it on ice. What should our our scoring system be? Should it be like one through five? You think? Like a one through five scale? So I was gonna give it like a six point seven. Oh, out of ten. Yeah, so I'm six point seven, sixty-seven percent. Okay. So it's not good or bad. It's, it's better just- than average. It's better than average, you think? Yeah. Okay. But it's no Coke, Pepsi, RC, Stars and Stripes. Okay. In like the the thirty you tried, it would probably like be in the twenties. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, my, my brain is is complete mush, and I know we've talked about uh, Nitro Pepsi on this podcast. Has drunk had it? Did, has we I, made him try? I have it? not had a Nitro Pepsi. No. Travis, I've gotten them several times, even though I don't really like them. Things that Why I'm, do you keep purchasing? I them? don't really know. Like, the, just sometimes I want one, even though I don't like them. Things that I am forced to have in a can and forced to put over ice, I'm not... I mean, I just want to drink it out of the can for the most part. Yeah. Now, if it came in a two-liter bottle, I'd be like, okay, well, here we go. I'll probably try this, because I'm going to have to pour it in a can anyway. Well, if we're going to do a Nitro Pepsi, you got to see if, if Mike has a pint glass in his home and a glass pint glass and then uh, dump it in there. <laughs> what is it, Guinness? <laughs> yes. That's why it's called Nitro Pepsi, because there's like a little Nitro tab a uh, little in it. So, Travis, speaking of a throwback to a funner time of the Internet, uh, we have a listener that I, I pay attention to because he's always doing something interesting on twitter.com it's a it's a website uh twitter.com it's like uh where it's kind of like a social media thing Mm. and uh liquid lozenge he's always up to something travis that liquid he's a weird guy yeah but the wonderful thing about him is he's got a very short attention span yeah so he usually has something that he's (laughs) really into for a day Maybe I would say maximum two days, and then, and then he moves world. on to the next thing. Well, like <laughs> he's a whole show in himself, Travis, because like he'll just get on a thing for like two days, and you just watch him. He spent like three full days making AI uh, scripts right. for this show, but then he deletes all his stuff, Travis. I wanted those scripts, yeah, because uh, I I thought it would be fun to talk about, but then they were gone. Yep, he deletes. He has a auto delete on his tweets. He goes just balls to the wall uh, for two, three days on something. Sometimes just a handful of hours where he's just like incessant on one thing, and then it's gone forever. So if you didn't experience it in the moment, uh, then you'll never experience it. Twitter has been freaking out about this Eliza Blue chick, Travis. Who's this? Who's this? Okay, I didn't know who it was either. But you know when that one guy popped up. And it was like all the people talked about that was that the fucking uh, former kickboxer that uh, was arguing with Greta Thunberg. Survivor, oh, the Andrew Tate. Of yeah. Sex trafficking. And the like fucking everybody talked about Andrew Tate for like three days. And it was like, yeah. who's this fucking guy that everybody's talking about? Anyway, so Eliza Blue is that person this week. Travis. She has a podcast. Oh, okay. And she is a anti-human trafficking activist okay so far so far so good i mean aren't we all yeah and she says that she was sex trafficked herself for like a 10-year period just like back and forth or what for 10 years she was sex trafficked i didn't really look into the specifics of what she's saying travis but I, i mean like you know she said it okay did she age out of it? I mean, I... Uh, she's a really pretty gal. She she is good looking. Um, yeah, she wasn't bad. That's her whole thing, Travis. Is don't sex traffic people, which I, I am for. Stand right behind that. Yep, I can get. Like, yep. <laughs> so a journalist. Found, Are we putting that in quotes? I don't. Uh, Brittany Venti is her name, and she re- represents what publication? She says she's a journalist, Travis. I don't know. What okay, she's a so journalist. she's a blogger. Probably. 
<laughs> kind of like we're radio stars. <laughs> uh, she found a music video that this, and I'm learning all of this from Liquid Lozenge because okay. I didn't do all the work. I just wanted Liquid Lozenge to explain it to me. Okay, sure. And usually yep. when I request things like that, he ignores me because he's off on his own shit. Right. But this time he graced me with an explanation of why he was between why was between, blue was his thing travis so he so he was between two passions at the point right at that point so he like was happy to oblige so this britney venti gal found a music video that eliza blue the gal who said she was sex trafficked so, made so venti's italian for large is it <laughs> Starbucks? And she posted a <laughs> screenshot of it on Twitter and kind of made the accusation that she wasn't sex trafficked. Hey, how could you have been sex trafficked if you made this music video in the time frame in which you were sex trafficked? You don't think that somebody who was sex trafficked could have been forced to be in a music video by whoever was trafficking her? Well, that that is a question for sure, Travis. What I would say is. If you make that accusation, you should probably be pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Or don't make the accusation. So, by the way, like, I saw you in a music video, so does this prove you're lying? Uh, Liquid Lodgings sent me the video on YouTube. The video has been up for like six years. Terrible. Uh, well, she it's basically just her walking around like being hot. And mm. it's to that Q-tip song, Vibrant Thing, which, by the way, great fucking song. Is it a Q-tip video or is it like an amateur, I'm taking this song and making a video? It is not the official video to Q-tip's Vibrant Thing, no, Travis, but it is okay. to that song. The screenshot was reported because, I guess, Eliza Blue said, you posted that picture of me without my permission and got this other gal suspended off Twitter. Well, well that freaked everybody out uh, because they're like, hey, you can't do that. And so then another guy... Uh, That's when you got to read Twitter's terms and conditions. How can you get kicked off of Twitter from taking a screenshot of a music video that's readily available on the internet yeah. and well, posting that, it? That's the question, Have Travis. you read the terms and conditions? Uh, and so another guy no. <laughs> posted a link to the YouTube video Okay. say, this is just on fucking YouTube. Why are you suspending people for posting screenshots of videos that are just on YouTube? And then mm -hmm. he got suspended for that. Oh, so that's what the whole hubbub is, is OK, like, you know, we might have been on your side on this whole thing if like, you know, this lady's accusing you of fake being sex trafficked. But now it's weird. Right. So uh, agreed. So, so I guess Eliza Blue is part of QAnon or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, that that's where it's at. That's what's going on. But it's certainly weird that like somebody wasn't like. Hey, I mean, you can't just suspend somebody for posting a picture. What are you doing? Like that's so it's right. so the, so now all of the YouTube videos are getting taken down. Oh, and everybody's paying attention to all of this. There's probably a perfectly good explanation for it. Like when everybody thought that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband was a homosexual. Did right. Not? Well, no. Now they have video of the guy breaking into his house. I'm, I'm actually that, right. but that's getting into crazy stuff. Once we start saying, "Oh, he's faking that," right? 
I'm actually right now in the middle, well, I guess on the back end of a six-part documentary series, uh, Netflix from last year, uh, produced by uh, Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, called The Web of Make-Believe. And each episode dives into just how the internet is kind of fucked up. Uh, (laughs) The first episode deals with, like, are you familiar with the term swatting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that if for the listeners who aren't familiar with that term, it's in the gamer community. When people get pissed off, they make a fake call to the police department. Oh, I an an elaborate claim in order to send a SWAT team to somebody's house uh, unprovoked. Uh, The second episode of this dealt with. uh, Let me see here. This was the murder. I don't know if anybody remembers the murder of a man uh, named John Rich, who was a member of the DNC in 2016 he is was that, random is that the guy that everybody thinks hillary clinton killed exactly so he was randomly murdered at four o'clock in the morning after a night at the tavern no proof of anything by anything there was a whole pocket of people who decided to make this a giant conspiracy theory that the clintons killed him he was involved with WikiLeaks and all these things all unsubstantiated but it made national news and was picked up by a bunch of news, like respected news organizations who quietly retracted the story months and months later and just left it out there that this guy was murdered. So there's just like all sorts of things that the internet can decide is true, uh, but you'll never know, you know, who is pushing that narrative uh, and what's actually going on. Well, do you remember when that fake Bobcat attacked that lady? Yeah, it's and in the Pizzagate and all all that I, shit. I mean, they like, put a fucking Wilhelm scream over in the, the video. Bobcat, Travis. <gasps> now let me ask you: If you screenshotted that Bobcat video and said, "I don't think you were sex, sex trafficked because uh, you were in this Bobcat video," uh, <laughs> would that get you kicked off Twitter? So is that documentary uh, early Travis's pick of the week or? I actually have another one, but I will recommend it. It's very good. I, I have I two episodes. See it. What's it called? It's called The Web of Make-Believe. It was released last year. It's only six episodes. Every episode is a different story about how the internet is completely fucked. Uh, the third episode is actually uh, wrapped around alt-rightism and, and neo-Nazi shit and how slowly it uh, led to like the Virginia, the dude driving the car into the crowd uh, and killing the lady and uh, really up to uh, January 6th, uh, quote-unquote, insurrection. Uh, the fourth one is about, um, I just watched that one tonight, that was about uh, the term sextortion, where uh, there was some rando who was um, trying to elicit uh, sexual pics from a bunch of random ladies it's it's kind of like a mystery what's going on uh but it's just really kind of shows the power of uh, uh disinformation on the internet it's it's very very good i have two two episodes left and the episode five and six uh looks to be a two-parter so i'm very excited so to watch this that. is on the flicks you say yep on the net net netflix somebody recommended a netflix movie to me the other day that i need to check out I, and I, I might have to get netflix back because it isn't available on any of my uh places to get movies you dumb netflix that's like the one i've i don't think i've ever gotten rid of it's about uh a guy who smuggled pez dispensers travis has had it since they sent out dvds in the mail (laughs) it's called that that pez dispenser one's brand new it's on my list i'm very excited to watch that pez outlaw is the name of it and i want to i want to watch that one yeah i'm very excited for that 
guys, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ryan Bites. He is the uh, the chairman, head honcho of the World Speed Project. Uh, promises delivered, Travis. Promises kept. Stick around. <laughs> Might have taken nine years, but... Uh... <laughs> it's time once again for the Hollywood Beat. And this week, Drunk talks to Amy Donald, who plays Megan in the movie Megan. In theaters... Now. What are the pros and cons of a murder doll? I love that Megan's such a fun character to play, and she's like really like loves Katie, and she like loves to do stuff with her. Um, I don't like that she kills people, but it's fun to act like when she kills people. Agreed. No follow-ups. Perfect. WFOD. Pepper for this week's horse report. He saw the movie Dunkirk and reported, uh, believe it or not, no horses. Thanks, Pepper. Documents as well as my Corvette. My Corvette's in a locked garage. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and shit on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. Honey, I just heard about a great new product that takes the mess out of shitting in your mouth. But I love when you shit in my mouth. That's our fun garage activity. But with the shit in your mouth funnel, I can shit in your mouth in the bedroom, in the kitchen, anywhere. Hmm, there it is, shitfunnel.com. Just a couple of clicks, ordered, it's in the mail. In the meantime, wanna go out in the garage? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> One portion of the book says babies are taught to be racist or anti-racist. There is no neutrality. Another portion of the book, they recommend to babies confess when being racist. Now, this is a book that is taught at Georgetown Day School to students in pre-K through second grade, so four through seven years old. Anti-racist babies. Um, do you agree with this book that is WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. 
guys, welcome back. Our guest tonight is the founder of the World Speed Project. Check the show notes for where you can donate. Ryan Bites is on the program. You got some speeds back there. Is that on purpose? Yeah, they're just, they're just, they're, well, partially on purpose. That's where I leave them. You know, they're like uh, a decoration in the living room. <laughs> so <clears throat> your, your story was big in like 2014 and this stuff kind of trickled back around until like 2017 and it's kind of gone dark. And, and so that sounds right. I was I was thinking about it the other day, and and I was like, I, I wonder if there's an update. Are you still getting the tapes in the mail? Are you still? Oh yeah, still getting tapes in the mail. Um, usually, like uh, I don't know, I'd say a few every couple of weeks, you know. So they kind of trickle in, you know, three or four, maybe five a month, you know. Right. And so how were they how were they coming in at the at the peak of this when when you know you were making the rounds and like you were you were a store like how many of those suckers were you getting like every week? The, the biggest box I got was like full of fifty of them, um, but I'd say I'd say probably like when it was like at its height, I probably got like two hundred in a week or something, just completely <laughs> insane, you know. And you've bounced around. You were in Finland for a while, and now you're living in Los Angeles. And yeah, I lived in Finland and then I lived in Boston or Cambridge and then I now I live in LA. And you just you change the address and, and do the other addresses I imagine they're all just kinda on the internet somewhere. Uh, do all the addresses still get speed tapes? Uh so people either send them to my parents, which was like the original one, because uh-huh. they live like out out on a farm out in the middle of nowhere. So I would just have them sent there because they've got infinite storage for that stuff, right? <laughs> uh, but then uh, they started getting sick of it, you know, started getting sick of piles of tapes every week. Um, and so, they, you know, they were like, you got you to gotta start having them sent to your place. And so, yeah, I, when I lived in Finland, I got a few. Like, in Finland, people mailed them to me, which was crazy. Had a, one had a Nightwish stamp, which was so sick. And then, um, yeah, so the, the Boston addresses, I if you send them to anything uh, in Cambridge, they will never get to me because those are those are random address addresses I lived at when I was in grad school there. And then the most recent uh, address, which I will give you all, is Los Angeles. So it depends on which one you send it to. If you send it to Washington State, my parents will get it. If you send it to Los Angeles, I will get it. Anywhere else is a, is a crapshoot. You probably left people in your wake uh, that moved into your old addresses that are just like randomly getting speed tapes and they have no idea why. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I mean, I think last time I moved, I tried to use one of those like uh, mail forwarding things. Sure. You know, that you, you but but, you know, it expires in a year and I know I didn't change my address on anything. So how many storage sites do you have? Right. So you had like multiple. You said you were in Finland. You said your parents, you know, were, were accepting these tapes and now you're in Los Angeles. Do you are you storing the tapes in those different places? Like, where are you like you hauling them to every time you move or what? I currently have a storage unit in Cambridge with a bunch in there and it's just too expensive to ship them back, you know? <laughs> so I got to figure out what to do with that one. Um, and then, uh, so it, I, it, I guess we kind of have drop points like all over the country. Like my sister lives in Idaho. And so people that like know the family will just send them to her. And then, uh, I've got friends that live in Portland. Uh, we, we've got a hub now, uh, for delivery in, um, Vancouver, uh, Vancouver, BC, just cause it's cheaper intra Canada to send them to BC than to send them to the US. 
I mean, I know people in Finland that hold them for me. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd say there's caches all over the place. And, you know, at some point when I get a private plane or something, I'll go pick them all up. <laughs> so, Ryan, what is the plan? Or is there was, not a plan? Yeah. What was the impetus? Like, what? what I mean, I'm sure I, I heard this back when we originally talked about uh, the World Speed Project. But what was the impetus of this? Like, what... What started your journey on trying to collect every single copy of of Speed on VHS? Okay, yeah, this is perfect. So we so so uh, obviously the the plan is different from the from the uh, impetus, and the plan uh, is absolutely nothing. There cannot be a plan. <laughs> uh, we'll do all kinds of things with them, but there can't be a plan. You know, like that that's the capitalist mode of thinking that something's got to be for use value in some way, like that. You know, or I should say, uh, that you know profit value but this really unprofitable it's just costing me so much money because i have store listed everywhere this is a fucking nightmare but uh you know it's the it, it, i'm using the excess of you know capitalist waste for unproductive ends and that's as free as i could possibly be perfect so the plan then i guess is just to collect them until you die for no reason that's I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm planning not to die, so we'll see what. Oh, happens. Let me see if that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna easily outlive everyone else. You know, people will. People will like sometimes email me or you know hit me up on the internet and uh, tell me that they got a copy and they refuse to give it to me. And all I can tell them is you're gonna die one day, so I'll just get it then. You <laughs> yeah, know? it's gonna end up in a goodwill after you die, so I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've got people all over the country looking for them. So, see, but what I was thinking is that eventually you could have some sort of viewing i mean maybe not necessarily to make money but just to stack them so that people can come see what you've done oh absolutely absolutely i'm sure i can get access to gallery space here in la somewhere at some point and you know if i can get them all in the same place you know all thousands thousands of them i think there's like around like i think there's over five thousand now all in the same place you can do all kinds of weird things with them right yeah 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 over five thousand you know, you know what would be truly amazing is that <clears throat> you know down the road I would you know I'd wait obviously to get more of these things to set up like a sweet domino setup where you oh, can just I've done it I've done it have you <laughs> yeah yeah we did we did a dominoes all like from our front door all the way into our roommate's bed you know and it just made like a huge mess and right when he came in I don't know if we got it on tape or not but if we do I'll, I'll track it down I I think it's it's kind of strangely beautiful travis to see like so many copies of the same thing to just see piles and piles of does that make sense it's got a real yeah it's got a real pop art vibe when you see like all the faces there like somewhere i've got a picture of me uh playing guitar in front of a wall of them that i yeah. built and it just looks ridiculous. You know, it looks like a movie, like a music video from the eighties. You know, with all this like pop art shit on the walls. Bunch of patchwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. There is something you u- uniquely attractive about having every like because I collect comics, and there's like one in particular that I I like to to hoard just because uh, you know it's cheap and it's it's something from my childhood. So I think I have like forty some copies of them or whatever. But you know, you flip through it, it's like it's the same goddamn thing probably owned by who knows how many different people at some point in time and now it's just uh, all it's all here you know you have 40 yeah, copies of the same comic book travis uh i think the last i checked was like 46 copies of zero hour number zero which was a, a giant dc comics event in the 90s 
Oh, that's cool. And yeah. you just like it? I do like it, but it's like a it was like a precursor. You know, you're familiar. They have blank covers for comic books so yeah, you can have artists yeah. draw on them and stuff. Well, this I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe was the first blank cover because the way that the D, the the zero hour event went was it was a full image and then it counted down. So number five was a full image. Number four started to like a little bit of white on the cover. And then by the time they got to zero, it was supposed to be like a universe reset. So it was just a white cover with the zero hour number zero in the barcode or whatever on there. So it like counted down to, to the point where it got just negative space. Uh, and I, and I loved it. Uh, and, and it was one of my favorite events and, you know, you can find them for 50 cents. You go to a comic book shop and they have 10 copies of them. And it's like, you know, the 10 books for four bucks or whatever. I'd grab everything. Every time I see it, I grab a copy. Hell yeah. That's the impulse. Yeah. <laughs> what, what prompted me, one. somebody reminded me of, you because somebody sent me the red letter media thing did did you happen to see that ryan probably somebody probably sent it to you too i would imagine uh, yeah i think i've seen that one what what do they say in that one what 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 happened was uh they just picked a bad horror movie and they wanted to own all the copies of it and oh yeah, they got, yeah. Like, which, one, which one is it i don't know oh, isn't that weren't they burning copies yeah like no. to make the copies more valuable or something oh, oh oh that thing that just happened yeah yeah i'm sorry i yeah, yeah. I spaced out on, on who what it was but yeah i did see that the, and so they they got like 86 copies of it and then set 85 of them on fire and auctioned off the other one <laughs> yeah yeah they made a shitload of money but that is not my plan <laughs> you're not here this to is, destroy copies of speed on vhs you're here to uh, if they get destroyed they get destroyed i don't baby the copies uh you know they have to live their own life of course um, <laughs> well and it's vhs but, uh, so they're they're built tougher than our our current yeah, they, yeah, they're built to last i mean you know the same vinyls in your like house siding so it's there you know they can they can take a beating uh, travis and inglorious <laughs> bastards they, they set that film on fire. Do, do, do the vhs tapes burn very easily like is that like a yeah, I mean, the, the if you stripped out the film, I'm sure it would burn pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, the tape but... would definitely burn. I think the the vinyl would just get nasty, and it would yeah. take a while to melt. You know. Yeah, but yeah, like uh, actual film film is a uh, silver nitrate. That's why in Inglorious Bastards it went up. It's 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 highly oh. original film is highly flammable. So uh, uh, yeah, that's why that was so quick to ignite. But yeah, the VHS film would probably melt pretty quickly. Hell yeah, we got to start a bonfire. I would love to inhale five thousand copies of uh, <laughs> five thousand copies of speed. Yeah, of speed. exactly. <laughs> we know where we're going. <laughs> oh, you asked about the impetus. I'll give. I'll give you the. I'll give you the standard story because people people want to know. So when I was a kid growing up on 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 a farm, you know, my parents wouldn't. You know, they well, they wouldn't let us get movies with too many bad words in them. Uh, and my mom was like saw speed and you know like Goodwill one time, and so she bought it. She was like, "Oh, this movie's great." Didn't realize that, you know, there's a big like, fuck me by Keanu Reeves in there, you know, <laughs> sure. uh, but, you know, it was just like it was just like this movie we watched all the time as kids. Uh, so, you know, and we didn't have cable or whatever. So it's just, you know, VHS player, basically. And, you know, PBS. And uh, so anyway, when when I was going to call, like, uh, college in Seattle, the Christmas over 2007, 2008, I was trying to think of what to like get my family for Christmas. And I went into a pawn shop and they had, you know, like six copies and there's six members of my family so i was like oh damn this is funny <laughs> and it's perfect and so you know I, I pick up the copies but then even before i take them home for christmas i just go into like another pawn shop and you know there's like 
five or six of them sitting out and I pick them up when I take them to the front, the guy up front is like, you want more of these? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and he brought out a whole box full, like 25 of them, you know? And he was like 10 bucks. You can just fucking take them, you know? Um, so they only had so, six right, out so that, you know, you didn't think that there yeah, was... they had a stockpile in the back. They were just waiting. It was crazy. <laughs> and one time, you know, I used to go up to the value value villages up there. I can't remember which one this was. Sometimes value village would charge like $4 a copy. And I was like, fuck that. So there was this one time that I just stuffed them all inside my coat and I left with seven copies without paying for them because it was going to be like an insane amount of money. And it was right. gonna be like over 30 bucks. <laughs> and they probably saw you did it and said, eh, we don't need yeah, those. Exactly. Like, they, you know, they, they've got security cameras there. They're, they didn't give a fuck, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, they, they, they figured they would trick one or two people over the course of a couple of years into purchasing one. And but if they disappeared, they didn't really care. <laughs> Yeah, they needed the, the space on the shelves anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the funny thing, too, is like, you know, growing up, I'm 42, so I am a child of the VHS era. And that was, you know, one of those movies that I think every household owned was a copy of Speed because that movie was yeah, it's so big at the time. Yeah, it's just yeah. everybody had it. It's almost like uh, I think Home Alone was another one of those where every single household opened owned a copy of home alone and, and speed Absolutely. was another one of those blockbusters. So yeah, I like it. <laughs> Do you have other speed memorabilia? Has anybody sent you anything else up behind me right here? I've got a, uh, I've got a French copy of speed and then I've got a laser disc copy. Ooh. Uh, and then I've got, uh, Oh, I, I got to show you this beautiful uh, business card. It's from our friends in Vancouver. It says, I will find a copy of Speed on VHS. Today. <laughs> yeah, see and it's got, Keanu, it's got Keanu's face. You know? That's the face from the cover. Yep, perfect. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, amazing. it's great. Oh, and actually, there's the, the same ver same thing, but a poster right here. So I, I was sitting right in front of me, and I didn't notice it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess I've got all kinds of crap. I would really love to. I mean, I have T-shirts for sale, but I would love to get, like, one of the actual T-shirts, like, from the movie release, you know? So... That way, I, that way I can, you know, represent even more of an abstract fashion than, you know, to wear my own T-shirt. You know? Yeah, we got to we got to we got to track down some like uh, crew jackets or something for you. Crew yeah, jacket. for sure. Wow. <laughs> I mean, in L.A., they've got to be somewhere, you know. What do you what are you doing in L.A.? Oh, I uh, I'm uh, doing a Ph.D. in political science at UCLA. Wow. Yeah, it's something. Is it... <laughs> you got started kind of late, didn't you? Weren't were you saying that you were going to college like when you were 29 or something oh i uh, i've been in college a long ass time uh i did community college and then i did two degrees in undergrad and then i did a master's degree and then i lived in finland doing like independent research for a year and then i went to harvard for two and a half years and then i went now i'm at ucla so it's just a fucking nightmare i mean that's why i've lived all over you know so you're just you're collecting degrees I am at this point, you know, I'm I'm on the PhD, so it's the last one. But if I'm going to get two doctorates, I've got to, you know, maybe I've got to get a law degree with it or so, you know, that way I've got, you know, two of everything. <laughs> I guess I like collecting things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then what, what do you what do you do with all of that? Are you just are you just forever in search of knowledge? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically my lifestyle. I'm a, I'm a bit of a platonist that way, you know, but uh you know, eventually they'll just pay me to do research and teach rather than make me take classes, too. So right. that's the goal. <laughs> right. You're an interesting guy. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know how it happened. Uh, you know, shit just happens. And I was there, I guess. Did, did you paint the van? We, we got the van like running 
but you know, it's like a, it was a, it was a night, it was a van from like 1988, you know, it was like a Dodge Ram van. That thing was a fucking nightmare. Like even getting it running, you know, we had to replace all these engine parts. And then I drove it across the country when I moved to, uh, when I moved to Cambridge and, you know, I went like 85 in that thing or, or faster, you know, cause like the speedometer only goes to 85 and it was like a Mad Max adventure. It was like the thing is falling apart as you're driving and you're like, you're just like around losing pieces it. as you go. Yeah, is, that yeah, one yeah. Of, is, is that one of those vans? Cause I, my first, one of my first vehicles is a 78 uh, Dodge Ram van that had, uh, it had the uh, Flintstones floorboard where like, if you moved the floor mat, you could see the road speeding by you underneath your feet. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We had an access door. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it looked like a, you know, cause this one was, uh, this one was modded to be like an old folks home van. So it had a roof extension sure. and it had a bus door. So it really fit the bus. Oh, bill. nice. <laughs> uh, and in the back, it, it, just like in the fucking movie, it had a panel that you could unscrew and pull up and you'd see the road going underneath. What? And, it, you know, it had that bus texture on the top, too. So it just it was way too real. What's oh, the practical that... purpose of that? Wh- oh, there, there, on that one, there used to be a, a battery down in there and it ran like a, a handicap lift on the back oh, of the thing. Okay. But we tore the handicap lift off. And we ripped out the second battery because it was just like a waste, you know. Did you ever try to do? Did you even at a very slow speed to do the the Keanu where you jumped on the the access panel and let it drop to the ground while you skidded to safety? No, Ooh, no, I should have like you know laid on like, like laid on a, my skateboard and held a rope or something. But you know, <laughs> at the same time, like you you die under that thing. Of course, <laughs> I mean, it, it's risen up pretty high, but it's you know. But anyway, it, it like the the engine ended up dying. And imagine trying to fucking park that thing in Cambridge, Massachusetts, you know, <laughs> like I got so many parking tickets. I still owe them, which I'll never pay. Um, like, yeah, it, it the whole thing is just like it, it, the engine like finally died. And then I just I, I I was like, fuck this and just like sold it for scrap. I think I made like one hundred and eighty bucks. Oh, that's something. Right. That's yeah. right. Where? Should people send the tapes? I'm encouraging people to look in their in their attics, look in their basements, find their copies. Uh, go to your local thrift stores and, and go to your parents' house. Go to your, your you know every. I'll go to your family's homes, pillage their VHS that you know they have locked away in a box, uh, and send them Ryan's way. Yeah, so uh, the current address is 10514 National Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Um, and, I, you know, the World Speed Project Instagram, the first one got banned. Uh, like, you know, we got we got shut down Why? by Instagram. Well, I was sharing memes and some of them, you know, were probably not uh, oh. PC, I guess. You know, a lot of communist propaganda. Um <laughs> And uh, so I, I got to make a, I, you know, uh, Instagram is the best place to reach me. And I'm I'm going to start hopefully this week, the, uh, in, the the World Speed Project Instagram 2.0. So it'll just be the World Speed at the World Speed Project 2.0. But I, you know, I, I needed to take a break because I was, uh, you know, over the pandemic, I was absolutely addicted to that shit. It so, was easy to do. We had nothing else. Yeah, yeah the Instagram. Oh, God, it was my life. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram just wants me to look at uh, the gal from Paramore. They've just decided that's that's the only thing that I want to look at. Uh, So they just show me uh, videos of of her performing, and that's that's it. She's a ruthless businesswoman. Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, stabbed her original band members in the back and, like, signed different contracts. A bunch of crazy shit. Kind of a bad bitch, but, you know, in in a corporate capitalist way. I got to look this up, Travis. This sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> Guys, the worldspeedproject.blogspot.com. Uh, that's Ryan's website. I will never see I will never see anything if you post it there because I forgot the password. Oh no. So, <laughs> so go to Instagram. The Instagram. That's the I have. A, we have an email. Well, yeah, yeah. Go to Instagram is the best place to reach me. But we have an email, uh, which is theworldspeedproject at gmail dot com. And uh, and guys, I'll, I'll put the address in the show notes. Ryan, it was a pleasure catching up with you, man. Because likewise, I miss you guys both already. Big fan. Yeah, we'll uh, have to you. touch Stay base above here. Fifty. Yep. You Stay above fifty. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Awesome. Thanks, cool buddy. Talking to you, man. See Take you care. What a guy. What a guy, right? <laughs> what a guy. It was worth the wait, wasn't it? He's very interesting fella. <laughs> Travis, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love music lawsuits. They're like my favorite thing. Oh. And uh, I think it Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week, he sent me one the other day because he knows how much I love him. And uh, Travis, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a toy how company. How much you love Brandon or how much you love music lawsuits? Okay. But you love Brandon because he keeps his he keeps his ears to the train track, listening for He's, any potential music lawsuits to provide you. Travis, there's a uh, a, a place that makes unicorns for children, and uh, <clears throat> like, a, like a build a bear. They're, they're they're like poop unicorns, Travis, and they put out a, a commercial for the poop unicorns. Uh, it's a parody song. Okay. Wait a minute, real quick. These are unicorns. Do they poop poop, or are they like I've seen them where they like you squeeze them and they poop jelly beans. I I don't know what they poop, Travis. Okay. But their song is all about poop. poop we'll move past it. They're not hiding it, Travis. So that sounds like a buffer song you'd make anytime on the show. That literally can't, you can't sue. It's an obvious parody. Right. That should be protected by parody. Travis, the Black Eyed Peas, they had a song a long time ago called uh, My Humps. And uh, they said, hey, you can't make a commercial with a parody of My Humps. This is My Humps. What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump, my hump. I, I mean, we remember that song, right? Of course, of course we, we do. do. And, but- uh, Will Ferrell famously sang it uh, running on the treadmill in uh, the the masterpiece Blades of Glory starring Napoleon Dynamite. Mm, but it's, it's obviously a parody, right? So case closed. <laughs>
You can't touch it. That'd be like the people trying to sue Weird Al Yankovic. Well, I was just about to say the same thing. Weird Al la- licenses everything and asks permission. He asks permission, but he doesn't always get permission. Fucking that one we did the other day where the, the was it Dude Wipes did a fucking uh, uh, Outcast song? And oh, you, you yeah, guys threw that right so. out, Travis. You said it's parody. Yep. Parody. So, Travis, but what I was thinking is like, I mean, like kids like that song just because it says poop a lot, right? It's an amazing song. If this, I'll tell you what, if ever, if ever one of these lawsuits that are attacking like a parody actually wins, a bad precedent will be set and uh, the Internet as we know it will be over. (laughs) Travis, do you think that like we could like the number one song in the country right now is an Ed Sheeran song? Really? It is? And I was just thinking... Again? Like, could, <laughs> couldn't we just, like, do parodies of Ed Sheeran songs and just say poop a bunch and, like, kids will just play it a million times? I... Oh, 100%. My kid, uh, two years ago, found some dipshit on YouTube. All he sang was about poop. Poop, poop, poop. Poop, 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 poop. Yeah. And you just change all the words to poop. Poop, 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 poop. And kids will listen to this a million times, right? Yep. Look, kids bop that shit. Poo 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 poo. Kids bop that shit. Poo 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 poo. Travis, poop uh, and pee. I should actually ask my kid what the hell because he used to. The, in between the poops, you put fart noises in there. The, the song yeah. that he used to get his Alexa to play that he knew about somehow were just vile, gross songs, <laughs> and it wasn't like violent or anything. It was just all about shitting and then wiping your ass and like your fingers going the, like the base like the hook was your finger going through the toilet paper and having poop on your hands and shit <laughs> like, it was just so violent gross i mean it's pretty and funny it's it funny for funny. adults so i mean kids they think yeah really getting you know right. it's up to kids alley <laughs> drunk mentioned it and i was pretty excited to let you guys know uh our, our friend Kevin Beagle on Twitter the other day pointed out that there's a new Kids Bop album out, um, Kids Bop 2023, uh, and it, it does feature a Kids Bop version of Running Up That Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I got a clip of it. That's actually not bad. That sounds kind of good. Did they do a Master of Puppets, too? No, but I thought that it would be a prime time since we got a whole bunch of new Kids Bob content to do a, a, a quick game of uh, Kids Bop That Shit, the game show. What do you think? Oh, is this an America's new favorite game show? You want to play? You want to play Kids Bop That Shit? Okay. Kids Bop That Shit! The, the Kids Bop 2023 has, like, 20 something songs it's crazy and yeah they always did put out a lot of tune tracks on those cds the way that kids bop that shit works is some of these songs have dirty words in them. are they all songs from 2022 yeah yeah they're all pretty recent songs okay. except uh the kate bush song that that song goes back but it was in stranger things I was about to say, I only listened to nine on 90s on sirius xm yeah so. and so they <laughs> They say sometimes have to change the lyrics to make them kid appropriate. And uh, 
We have to guess the new lyric. You have to guess the new lyric. Uh, what I'll do is I'll tell you guys what the lyric is. I'll play you the lyric, and you got to tell me what they changed it to. Okay. In the I re- kids' I, re- I remember the game. It's it's all coming back to me now. Yep, it's been a while, but Celine I also Dion, remember. 1996. Uh, yep. Travis, <laughs> first song, first line of the first song, and the title of the song they all had to change. Uh, the Lizzo song... About damn time, uh, they had to change it to about that time. Uh, this is the Lizzo song. Is that bitch o'clock? Yeah, it's thick thirty. It's Why? bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick thirty. Why would they even kids bop? Like legitimately, we did this as like a bit for the longest time <laughs> where we picked like obscene songs to do why would so, kids so bop actually song, Travis. so uh, what 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 is the radio edit first line they can say song? bitch on the radio can't they can say bitch yeah i did i did they i did think that she said uh it's dick o'clock bad uh, dick o'clock I thought it was yeah, uh, big or like I thought it was. It's big that, dick o'clock. Big dick o'clock is what I thought she said. <laughs> I've never heard that song. So, drunk? Can you kids bop that shit? I can't even come up with a guess on that one. I'm sorry, I'm, that's lame. But we gotta come up with the creative, Travis. Travis, uh, it's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick thirty. It's big batch o'clock. Big it's- batch. Yeah, big batch. It's cookie thirty. Kick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was th- trying to think of a dessert that rhymes with thick, but uh, yeah, it's, it's big cake, batch o'clock. It's, it's cake cookie 30. thirty. <laughs> it's cake thirty. <laughs> it's kids bop o'clock. Yeah, it's six thirty. It's six thirty. Oh, they should have just said kids thirty. <laughs> yeah, kids thirty. It's That's kid- ridiculous. I didn't realize that we could just say it's we could just replace words with kids bop. Yeah, just change the words to kids bop. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm I'm going to use that for the next couple we were songs. We way overthinking that one, weren't we, Travis? Yeah, for sure. So, uh <laughs> drunk running up that hill, it doesn't really have any curses in it, but there was a strange uh lyric change. Uh I got This is the original. Still not familiar with this. Oh, see how com- deep the bullet lies. They they changed that, I guess, because you can't mention bullets right. to kids. So what's the full lyric? See how deep the bullet lies. Mullet. I thought that right away, but deep it the can't mullet just be- lies. See how deep the kids bop lies, right, Trevor? There, that, yep, that's what I. That's my guess. <laughs> feeling so they left tearing you asunder yeah tearing you asunder it's weird right that's really weird that i tell you that kids bob version is pretty good (laughs) you're into it travis you like i'm kind i'm kind of into it like that's good that's goose i got goosebumps from that Look at that. You know what would maybe if you could like somehow put them behind Kate Bush? 
Oh, they'd make it like, yeah, like make a choir behind cinematic. her. Yeah, that'd be oh, kind of cool. That would be very cool to put that kid's bot behind there. Okay, uh, so do you have the audio capabilities of doing it? You're good, good uh, editing uh, guy. I'll, I'll work on it, Travis. Yeah, see, just just that little clip. Uh, Travis, a BB Rex. Uh, well, maybe I could just, can I play them both at the same time? Hold on. Oh, no, I I'll don't try have... that. See what happens. Baby Rex. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. So, uh, BB Rexa, she has a song called "I'm Good," which is basically just ripping off that "I'm Blue." Why isn't she getting her ass sued? Uh, she probably asked permission. I would assume. Yeah, she's probably on the same label. Yeah. So, that's uh, generally, what happens? Travis, I think the the first words of the song are, "Baby, I'm gonna have the best fucking night of my life." Um, here's the clip of that. I'm into that song, by the way. You like it? I do. You're into it? I do. So, Trevor, it's not, baby, I'm going to have the best fucking night of my life. Could they just take the fucking out? No. No, it would mess the beat up. I'm going to say the best party night of my life. The best party night? Yeah, why not? Best game night. Best game night? America's best game night. I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling all right, baby. Oh, they changed a bunch of words. So instead of best fucking night, it awesome most awesome most time. Awesome time. Can you not most mention night? Yeah, kids got to go to bed. There's yeah. curfew. <laughs> they're in by, they got school. They're in by they got school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> There's homework. They had to take a shower. It's time to get Summertime to bed. The fucking summer. And we've already learned, now. Travis, that kids bop o'clock is six thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This kid's about the clock. Six thirty, baby. Better have that fucking homework done, man. After six thirty, we gotta do homework, take a shower, and go to bed. All right, we got two more guys. Kids bop that shit. Kids bop that shit. Uh, Steve Lacey, Travis. He has a song called "Bad Habit." Um, oh, drivers are rude. Such attitudes. No, that's Offspring. Oh. I don't. Because I, I got think, a bad habit. You think Kids Bop is done Offspring yet, Travis? I'd listen oh, to that. I guarantee that kids Kids Bop has been around for a long time. Not in the off four though. They probably. I'm. They probably did Pretty Fly for a White Guy or something like they that back that. in the day. Oh, yeah. It, you think they did? They can't say. Why don't you get a job? Because kids don't have jobs, Travis. Or original prankster. That's old enough too. No, this Steve Lacey guy, he has a song, and the line is, You can't surprise a Gemini, I'm everywhere, I'm cross-eyed. And I don't know why you, you can't say that, but this is, this is the... You know who else is a Gemini? This guy. You a Gemini drunk? Gemini. Uh, they took out cross-eyed and put excited. Excited? Ex- yep. Excited. I like it. Let's go with it. I, I wish I knew you thought of me. You can't surprise the Gemini. I'm everywhere. I'm tongue-tied. Now that 
tongue-tied? Tongue-tied? Tongue-tied. That's that's not that's words. not, that's not even words. words. <laughs> tongue-tied. Why didn't they just extend the tide instead of tied? Well, at least I'm tongue-tied. Yeah. At least they can still say Gemini on uh <laughs> so Mike, last- what we need what we need to do, and you know, we can get into this a little bit more after the game show is over. What we need to do is we need to find the producers of the new kids bop and see if we can have them on the show. Six years and be plus. like we need the see, see, we need the secret sauce of what goes into re-lyricing these songs. <laughs> probably not a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you, Travis. No, there, there was one that I noticed that really kind of bummed me out because there's there's multiple Lizzo songs on here, Travis. That's and too bad. She has one that the line is, and I didn't pull this one. I just wanted to tell you about it. The line is, how am I supposed to love someone else when I don't like myself? And they changed that lyric to, how am I supposed to love someone else when I know myself? And, like, that's such a weird change and, like, <laughs> completely fucks up. Like, the the message is, like, you know, she needs to like herself. <laughs> that's, right. That's like that's like the that's like anti message of what yeah, you should it's be like, teaching it's like, children. Well, I know, I know myself, so how could I love someone? Because I'm yeah, like, <laughs> you, you shouldn't know yourself. Just go into a relationship right. confused and let that person dictate who you are. All right, but I got the, oh, so the last one is uh, an, an artist called Masked Wolf. Travis, I, I think Matt I've more got it. I feel so fucking old. Dude. I, I, I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> well, like I recognized this song, but like, I, do they put out, do they still put out like now that's what I call music because I probably <laughs> want to kill myself yeah. for not knowing what the hell this shit is. <laughs> I recognize this song, Travis, but uh, the line is energy up. You can feel my surge. Great I'm gonna kill everything like this purge. Which, I mean, just don't make this a kids bop song, right? Right. I'm gonna no, spill everything like time. this surge. Was cool, but I still felt burned. Energy up, you can feel my surge. I'm gonna kill everything like this purge. Let's just yep. get distracted. I'm gonna spill. I'm gonna spill everything like this surge. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do the purge and murder people, Travis. So how how yeah. are we gonna kids bop it? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to spill everything like this Surge. The Surge soda that you get yeah. exclusively that, that at kids, Quick Trip. Yeah, that kids that don't have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, they brought it back for a limited time like three oh, years it's still, ago. It's still out. It's still out. Is it? Um, I'm going to kill all these nerds. No, I'm going to rock. I'm going to rock something. Uh, so what, what else rhymes with Surge and Purge? Ooh, maybe something about courage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock it like I have courage. I don't know. Let's play a song. Energy up, you can feel my surge. I'm gonna feel everything real Let's just get this straight for a second. What? what? Real nerd? Energy up, you can feel my surge. I'm gonna feel everything re emerge. I'm gonna feel everything re emerge. Re emerge. All right. Yeah. Man, I used to put way too much thought in it. Travis, you're better at it than the actual kids bop people. Yeah, I used to put way too much thought into re- kids bopping these songs. 
You actually like tried to make something that made sense. Yeah, and would be like kid friendly. <laughs> it's not the case, Travis. It's way easier than that. Yeah. Just take out the bad word so, and put in a word Trav, that maybe rhymes. Maybe we didn't know our own talent. We should probably be writing for Kids Bob. We'd probably make it a little bit more dough for that, wouldn't we? Let's take uh, old episodes where we kids bop that shit and submit it to the Kids Bop record label and be like, hey, guys, we've been doing this for years. Uh, we'd like <laughs> we, to get we paid. We got you in 2024. <laughs> Just give us the songs now and we'll start writing. Drunk, <laughs> my pick of the week. HBO has started putting out uh, The Last of Us. It's a, a show so based on a video game. I didn't play the video game, Trevor. Did you play the video game? Uh I played it like I played most video games post Prince of Persia on PS2, uh, where I probably put in three hours and uh, had to restart three times because I got killed and was like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got now, the, uh, the Viper Prince Oberon in it. Uh, my, my pick of the week, though, isn't the show He's also specifically. Travis. Guy. My pick of the week is the third episode. <laughs> so fucking good. Now, episode one and two, I was fine with. They were, they were okay. They were I, set up. But episode three is fucking great. So unbelievable. It's good. Like so good. <laughs> so how, I'll tell you. How's Lady Mormont in that show? Is she pretty good? Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. She plays a girl that's, you know, in an apocalyptic world. Right. <laughs> and she's got a pretty good American accent from what I can tell. On but the, Travis, uh, oh, why, yeah. why do they keep saying that it's 2003? Because that stuff didn't happen in 2003. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> The show, it's 2023, Travis. You can't it's 2023 in the show. Say, hey, a zombie apocalypse happened 20 years ago. You remember? Because it didn't, can. Travis. It didn't happen. I was there. It's called fiction. Blade Runner didn't happen either, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I had some very serious thoughts about uh, The Last of Us Episode 3, right? Like, it's such a departure from the first two episodes where you feel like it doesn't have anything to do with it. And I was like, this is an amazing episode of television, like one of the most amazing episodes of television I've seen in a long time. But I don't get how you could put that in this show. And there's a uh, uh, an online movie critic that I follow. And he's I would say he's less of a critic and more of just kind of like a talking head. His name is uh, God, I got to find it. Let me I'll look really quick. Uh, Darren Mooney uh, at Darren underscore Mooney. Um, and somebody, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day. It was the day after I watched the episode and somebody had posted the same thing that, that I was thinking where it was like, um, you know, he said, let me look, I'm going to look because it was so amazing. Um, the guy said, I'm probably going to get beat up for this, but I don't understand the point as a story. It was beautiful. It stands up as its own short, but how does it impact the last of us core story? I felt like it left us exactly where we were. Darren Mooney went on to post like a 13 tweet, maybe 20 tweet uh, thread about the themes of the episode and how it actually ties to the core of the show and kind of makes the argument about what the show actually is. And when I was done reading his his thread explaining the ideas of it i literally had goosebumps and almost had tears in my eyes like holy shit this was like the epitome of what this episode was i highly i highly suggest uh people go read uh darren mooney's uh thread on the last of us uh episode three uh and then watch it because it really does uh kind of point out what what is going on there but yeah god nick offerman 
uh, I can't remember what the other fella's name is uh, that's in that episode, but holy shit, what a good episode. Drunk pick of the week? Yeah, drunk's pick of the week. Admittedly, don't remember the title, but... <laughs> That'll be helpful. <laughs> Go to Netflix, type in FIFA. It'll be the top search. It's- oh, is it the FIFA... Uh, uh- a controversial like it's like the expose about the fifa officials yeah and how they're corrupt and fucking yep. taking all this money from qatar and russia and nobody knew but everybody knew at the same time it's 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 a wild six episodes uh and if you're into soccer it's you already know what happened but FIFA uncovered yeah fifa uncovered that's what we're looking for uh it's it's a it's a interesting uh, six episodes. Travis, Excellent. Pick of the week? Uh, Travis's pick of the week. I already spoiled this earlier this week on Twitter. Uh, my pick of the week is Poker Face, uh, uh, now streaming on Peacock. By, uh, by uh, my po po poker face. Yeah. My po poker face. Yeah, it's uh, the guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it is uh, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse it, me. Who is uh, uh, responsible for the Knives Out franchise, the movie Brick, and, Star and, Wars? And if you watch wrestling, you've seen this commercial a million times. <laughs> oh, well, uh, it's on the or Pocock. football. Or yeah. football, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, all it's there. The but uh, yeah. they were pumping it for a while. I was very excited for it. They released the first four episodes on Peacock last week. Uh, burn through the four episodes. The first episode is just kind of a setup. Shows where Natasha Leone is in her life, what's going on, and then it kind of becomes like this uh, uh, episode of the week mystery, but it's a reverse mystery because the show actually shows you exactly what happens, the crime happens, and then the camera kind of backs up and shows you how Natasha Leone is around it and shows her how she gets to the point where she's able to d- to discover who is actually responsible for the crime uh four episodes available right now it's very good it's pretty funny but uh just it's like a master class in writing a reverse mystery it's very good so admittedly i guess i don't know how tv works so does that mean that that uh, russian doll show or whatever is over uh, I think they put out a second season, which I know the first season was very good. Uh, a second season came out, which I had zero interest in. Uh, and I don't think that did as well. So, yes, I believe she's moved on to this Peacock series. Gotcha. Okay. Travis, I've had a uh, clip of Prince Harry's audio book on my board for like four weeks. <clears throat> did you have a reason that you pulled I it? I don't even remember. I just I've had it here and I haven't deleted it because we didn't play it. So. So play it. I'm just going to play it, and, and we'll say, yeah, okay. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. Jeez. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. <laughs> Trust me. I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. Then I took a smidge and applied it down there. What? First of all, why would you put that in your book? Second of all, I didn't understand three quarters of those words. Uh, he didn't have the subtitles you on? You want me to put it on my todger? 
You're talking about his wiener, Travis. Oh, this is my winky wanky. <laughs> you put it on my uh, winky wanky. Now I open know why. The tube. Now I know why I had this on the board, Travis. It's a good clip. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty good clip. I'd keep. Don't delete it. Keep that on there. It is. Yeah, except you gotta you gotta uh, narrow it down to where he talks about putting it on his. Matoja. Matoja. Uh, before we go, just a real quick food news. Food news. Travis, food news. Travis, you guys got White Castle up there? Uh, no, but I'm very familiar. I've uh, uh, had White Castle plenty of times. I, I forgot you guys only have Culver's up there. Um, it's our greatest export. <laughs> so Sloppy Joes are back at White Castle. Oh. And I got to know, are you paying a dollar for a Sloppy Joe slider? Nope. Ain't that just kind of something cheap and easy to make at the house? Yeah, it's probably, I think Roseanne uh, in her loose meat sandwich restaurant probably charged a dollar for a full-sized uh, Sloppy Joe. And I must admit, love Sloppy Joes. Probably one of my favorite meals is Sloppy Joes. Have you had... Even as an adult, a 38-year-old male. White Castle Sloppy Joes? Uh, I remember I had them the first time they came out just because I was intrigued. Okay. I, I remember they had like a regular flavor and then like a barbecue flavor. So, fun fact, I have had White Castle Sloppy Joes. Uh, I did not order them. They gave them to me by mistake. <laughs> uh, in addition to your food or no, in place of no, your like food? No, like they gave me those instead of the burgers I ordered. Mm-hmm. And um, then you just ate them because you don't like conflict? Yep. Yeah, I just That's, ate them. Well, I mean, I, I just ate them because like I was halfway back before I started eating them. And I was like, ah, fuck it. It's something I can stuff in my face. Who cares? Yeah. Um, they weren't great. I would have preferred bad. to have the burgers, but like, I, w- I wasn't that mad, and I did eat them. So, so they weren't disgusting. That's my just... that's my review. Is that <clears throat> like if you get them by mistake, you probably just eat them anyway. It's fine. Yeah. You ever had their breakfast? Oh man, their breakfast is. I good. love I love White Castle. White Castle I've literally never had anything from White Castle so except good. the regular sliders with onions. Dude, yeah. they fucking they cook, crack a fucking egg. They crack a real Damn. egg, and it is fantastic. Yeah, guys, we did it. Hell yeah, we did. Um, say, Travis, we'll probably do another one pretty soon. This, this episode was brought yeah, to you by uh, Polar Cola. I uh, I don't mind it. I don't. Yeah, six point seven. I mean, for seventeen cents, you can't beat it. Fine, you know. Uh, especially in this day and age, right, Travis? You bet. Uh, 17 cents for any beverage is a screaming deal, and I would stock up, as a matter of fact. <laughs> right, because, you know, nowadays vending machines will charge you two bucks for that. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. All right, well, I'm Bill Dannon.
Thank you to Carl Casey at White Bad Audio for the music used in this podcast. Thank you for listening to this installment of WFOD. Operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. Tell a friend, share a link, leave a review. Be sure to subscribe because we don't want you to miss the next one. Visit WFODshow.com for links to blogs, bits, our Discord server, and our Patreon, where you can support the show for as little as $1 per month. Thank you to our current supporters, Jay Adson, Rabbit Poundings, Brian Kranz, and Liquid Lozenge. We will return before you know it, but really, we're never gone. You want me to put that on my touch here?